This is normal volume for me right here. If your job is to take care of chickens, then you're a chicken tender. I was a sixth grade camp counselor. I regret not investing in Bitcoin. I still follow Nash Greer on Vine. I wish Taylor Swift still made country music. You're listening to Bra's Anatomy, presented by KCSS Productions. What's up, guys? Coming at you pre-recorded from a undisclosed location. Interlock. In Fuck. Disclosed now. Um, and this is the first ever episode of Bra's Anatomy. Uh, welcome and many thanks for tuning in. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty fucking excited to be here. I'm pretty stoked to be here. Um, for those of you wondering, my name is Seth. And I am Chase. And uh, we're going to be watching some shows that uh, a couple of dudes wouldn't normally be watching. Uh, right now, we're not really watching them together, but you know, at some point in the future, we could uh, we could be chilling on the couch, watching some some Grey's Anatomy together. You know, that's what I'm into. I'm oh, into I'm watching. I'm into watching Grey's with my bras. <laughs> with the bras. <laughs> I'm into yeah, watching Grey's so with bras. Basically, like the premise is, is that we're gonna be going through Grey's Anatomy, and uh, this is the first episode, so we're only gonna be talking about episode one because there's a lot to tackle <clears throat> with characters, relationships, yeah, so weird shit that's going on. The basis of our assignment for this first episode was to um, watch the first episode of Grey's Anatomy. So. Um, we kind of got a feel for what we were looking for. We got to, we were introduced to the premise of the show, got to watch some, uh, some events unfold. And then, um, now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, what'd you think going into the show? Like, cause I'm going to be completely honest. My girlfriend watches Grey's Anatomy, like religiously, like the new season comes out on Hulu. She's in on it. I didn't even know it was on Hulu. Apparently. Yeah. It on the new, it comes out on Hulu faster, I guess. Uh, but like, I think I have both. It comes on Hulu. She's watching it, and you know what? I'm in my my gaming chair, and I'm like, Grey's Anatomy, and like, fuck that show. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I've never watched a clip of Grey's Anatomy before. Me neither. When dude. I was when I was younger, like when I still lived at home, my parents would watch Grey's Anatomy, and Both I would of like, them? yeah, like they would like watch like the new episode like while it was on TV. Yeah, is it on, is it on NBC? Is there ABC? I don't know. ABC. ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like as it would come on. I would yeah. just, I would leave the room. I mean, I know they they probably enjoyed it, but I was like, no, nah, that's not my kind of show. It's like you back know? in the day when you actually like watched television at the time it was exactly on. Yeah. yeah. People don't really do that anymore, but <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, before I before I watched the show, like I knew obviously what it was. Well, kind of what it was. It was like a, a show about people in at a hospital, but I didn't really know anything else besides that. I've seen like pictures of like scenes and stuff like that. I've seen people, you know tweeting like oh my goodness i'm about to cry because i've been watching grays all night be real you see a show and you're all this show is stupid but you've never seen it (laughs) i didn't think that i definitely thought it was gonna be like girly i guess you could say like i didn't i didn't think it was gonna be like anything that i would normally watch but i felt it would be something cool to uh, get into for a podcast reason (laughs) yeah i'm gonna be honest like before this i was like I'm never going to watch Grey's Anatomy. Not, well, you I never don't, catch me. I don't really watch dramas. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, I've watched like, I watch like the CW like superhero shows, but I don't really. That's not a drama. It's not, yeah. It, it has a little bit of drama, but yeah, mostly it's 
the same stuff over and over and over. Like if you've ever watched the CW superhero show, I watched them. Here's like a here's the bad guy of the week. Oh no, I can't exactly, beat him. Yeah. Now I have to overcome some like in, obstacle in internal like turmoil so I can rise to the challenge <laughs> and beat the supervillain. See us again next week where we do the same exact thing. Yeah. You know? So I I don't know. I've never really watched like anything like. I thought this. Grey's Anatomy was going to be like only only relationship stuff i thought it was all gonna be oh these two people are fucking over here and these two people are fighting over here and then there's a weird love triangle with these guys but I'm sure i didn't think that it was point. gonna be as medically well i've had friends i have friends focused. who watch it like like other bras that watch it really and um he said like it's actually like entertaining and that he learned a lot of like medical Dude. jargon just from watching the show. Yeah. And I've heard that beef from a him, lot of people. Beef him. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people like, oh, I picked up on medical jargon from from Grey's Anatomy. Like yeah. I don't need to take classes on it because I can just watch it on Netflix, you know, yeah. eleven dollars a month. Yeah, those are pretty much our expectations. So we'll we'll just start with uh the first episode and kind of like walk through it for those of you who haven't seen it and those of you who have, like you'll just be nodding your heads along with it. Or but like basically Yeah. <laughs> probably shaking them basically we follow this this woman meredith she seems like pretty normal well let's she, talk about how the episode opens yeah she just wakes up on all right i just want to be candid right here who the fuck wakes up on their own couch yeah like, I why, know, right? why are you not like in your bed well maybe they got well it seems since she couldn't remember his name there's probably some adult beverages involved, yeah that's so. the other thing they like, probably couldn't make it up the stairs i don't even know if there is stairs is that if rape? It's a one story is that house. rape let's stop throwing around the r word that hard but the r um, word <laughs> i'm just saying like she wakes up she doesn't know his name and she's like get out of my house like i think um I think she was more ashamed than anything because yeah. she was like, dang, I just brought this guy home. But yeah, I mean, if you well, think about it, like the very first scene that we get from Grey's Anatomy <laughs> is a one night is stand. a one night stand. And I think that that right there shows how the show is going to be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So she like kicks out this dude who he's really good looking. He seems pretty smart. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he seems to have a good a good sense of humor, especially the situation going on. He uh, yeah, and we should also point out that she's living in her mom's house. Yeah, that apparently she just moved into. For Kinda. S- some apparently reason. she's gonna sell it. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. But anyway, she goes to the to the hospital. She does her little. It's her first day. She's an intern, and apparently doctor interns are different than other internships because like a doctor internship is like being a doctor. Yeah, like. They're not getting coffee. Like, they're doing stuff. Yeah, I feel like they were... I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, continue. (laughs) (laughs) So, they get assigned to, like, different groups. So, like, the intern groups get assigned in groups of four, and they get assigned to... A resident, which is you know like, what I think is a, is is kind of cool about the show too is like the first glimpse of them, like of the first glimpse of these like interns together. They almost sort of make it like it's like a like it's like a sporting event or like yeah, a, they're like like a, team. Like a competition yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that because they're like you know half of you will half of you will drop out, half of you will fail, <laughs> yeah. one of you will actually become a doctor here, a resident or. <laughs> you know, resident here. So I don't know. I think it's uh, like, I kind of like how they do it, yeah. how they make it like a challenge or like, there's like some backing to why they're there. It's not just, Oh yeah, there's interns. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like a competition. It's like, like they're a being competition. driven. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But like they're almost presented uh, like special forces training for like the military in <laughs> a way. Special you know forces? I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Dude. And seem like, that. like we'll get there later, but like even Christina, 
She even says surgeons are the Marines, quote unquote. Yeah. First, the first line of defense, first in, last out, or something like that. Yeah. So we basically follow these four interns um, throughout their first Meredith, 48 hour show. Yeah. Meredith. And then um, George. George, 007. O- O'Malley. O'Malley. Um, I prefer O'Malley. I like 007. I just feel like that makes me talk about other things besides Grace Anatomy. <laughs> but yeah, 007. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not get into Bond. So we follow their day, like their first 48 hours. They solve a mystery. They solve, let's see, they, George gets chosen to do the uh, first. Well, the, the premise, the premise of it is, is that they're very, they're on their very first shift. Yeah. What is, what is the real premise though? The reason, okay. So summing up in one sentence to lay the groundwork, they're there on their very first shift It's a 48 hour shift. And they have to just survive, I guess. It's like a endurance thing. Fuck that, dude. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even joking. First day. Like, for after eight hours, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, I'll just go to being... I like can't even a- handle eight hours of work. Like, I couldn't imagine adding an extra 40. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's like a, that's more than I work in a single week. You dude, know? <laughs> that's more than most Americans exactly, work in a They're doing week. it in, in, in I, The whole time shift. I was watching, I was like, so, like, how many days off work do they have? <laughs> they probably, like, two on, two off, or something like that. They, or pro- they have like to get, that. like, four off. I don't know. Are you I don't just know. kidding me? 96 Honestly, hours in one week? But That's so anyway, the, the premise, the reason that they're the reason that we're following these guys in the hospital is they have to be there for 48 hours on their very first shift. Um, that's where we they, they get assigned their team and they're with um, what's her name? They call it the Nazi. They're not Bailey. Is it Bailey? Yeah, it's yeah, Bailey. So they so get assigned like, to that team. And, and they're told that this resident that's going to be in charge of them is basically like a total jerk and. It's just always mean and people don't survive being under her tutelage, I guess. Is, yeah, <laughs> under. yeah, she. so she's got a bad rap. Bailey's got a bad rap or the Nazi, whatever we want to call her, Nazi mm-hmm. Bailey. She's got a bad rap. Um, I guess they're a little nervous to be on her team. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gives them four rules but I think five only, rules was it five rules but she and only then, goes over four of them and then Meredith like is like oh I'm the smart one yeah yeah um, so you know she gives him the rules like basically like don't wake me up when I pay when you're paged you better be running if I move you move if I move you move um, who knows the other two yeah I, I lost count afterwards I was I stopped listening to exactly, the rules yeah. I, I wasn't I'm not part of it so I didn't really yeah know what I mean, but so where do you want to start to be on it there's so much going on in the first episode. yeah the first episode um i think it's a pretty good pilot it sets up the show very well it is really good there's like a lot of storylines and like even though meredith is that like main character it yeah, doesn't feel so, like it's so one track that we can only watch meredith's side of the story like we get a lot of george we get a lot of christina and well, I mean, we can let's like let's introduce the click, man. Let's yeah, introduce yeah, yeah, let's yeah. introduce the interns. I think that the show as a whole definitely centers around Meredith. Yeah. I feel like she's our main character. Oh, definitely, like, and she, the she, main main. I mean, I know there's a lot of mains, but she's she, the main main. And she's like telling a story, like she's literally narrating it at times, yeah, right? I, I don't even remember. I didn't even realize that there was narration, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so like what's your opinion on Meredith just to start out through the first episode? Um well, as we learned through the through uh watching the show, Meredith's mother is like a badass, I guess. She's like developed like some technique. She's like a legend. The, the gray technique, is that what it's called? Like 
I guess. They're sitting around at the table and they're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, a legend. Yeah. yeah, like her mom, like her mom's a legend. Her mom's a badass. She's like, yeah, I wish my mom was, you know, Dr. Gray. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently she's like the, she's the offspring of the legend. And so I think that Meredith wants to be her own person, but at the same time wants to shine, you know, like she's like, I don't want to ride my mom's coattails. She's I trying to get out of the shadow. Person. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with Meredith is she's a little too like she's too nice or like too like I believe in everyone type of person. Um, I don't know. I think that if you like if you watch the show a little bit, you can kind of tell that she's not very nice. Like, what do you mean? Like from the very beginning, like she kicks bro out of her apartment, but like she doesn't even know how to do it. Like she's just like you leave and then I come well, downstairs. We, we forgot we left out like a, a most important factor of the show, like the guy that she had the one night stand with. Now you're just dropping the bombs that. Well, we didn't finish the summary. Like we we stopped like right after. We're just trying to. There's too much to summarize like that fast. Well, exactly. But she she meets. Um, what she do you want to call him? Uh, Shepherd. His name's Derek, Shepherd. right? Derek, Derek Shepherd. Yeah. She meets him again at the hospital. They lock eyes from afar. They call yeah, each other's when gaze. Ba- well, Bailey's like you're attending is this Doctor Shepherd. She comes into the room. They lock eyes, and she's like, "Fuck, gotta get out of here." I just. I and just then, had sex with that man. Yeah, literally eight hours ago. And he was in me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and so there's some crazy tension between her and Shepard. Yeah, so I feel like Meredith, um, she gives me that vibe. She's like, you know, like, I know my mom's a legend, but I know that I also have the ability to be a legend myself. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, I also want to build some lasting relationships. Do you think that Meredith really wanted to be a doctor or do you think that like she's a doctor because her mom was a doctor well see when they're talking about why didn't were they talking about like why they wanted to be a doctor or something like yeah. that because she said something i think o'malley said something about my parents like i mean like i'm a superhero you know mm-hmm. like they tell everybody uh, he oh, was my, my son's a surgeon and she's like well my mom told me like my mom didn't think it was a good idea for me to go to medical school <laughs> yeah you know so i feel like maybe she's like okay i'm gonna go to medical school to prove my mom wrong yeah that like she can do what her mom did because her mom doesn't believe didn't believe in her doesn't believe in her but at the same time i think that she probably just wants to help too you know she mm-hmm. wants to save lives yeah. So then what do you think of Christina then? This is Christina's like probably Meredith's best friend. Yeah. So Christina um graduated top of her class yeah. at Stanford. And she's trying like I remember she tries to get to do the first operation. Did you notice she goes up to Bailey while they're operating and she's like all scrubbed in, dude. She's got the little cap on, the surgery cap and everything. No, and she's I like, I heard the up. first like top of their class person gets to like do surgery first. And like Bailey's like, get the fuck out of here. Was that her? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't remember that part. I thought it was Izzy that asked that. No, that wasn't Izzy. Uh, Izzy yeah. asked what she was supposed to do on the first day. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Christina, I feel like she's like that. I'm going to get what I want. She's a go-getter. Like, yeah, she definitely is a go-getter. Like she really is a go-getter. Yeah. Like she came up to uh, Meredith and was like, hey, like let's solve this problem together because I want to be the first one yeah to do a surgery i wanted to be the one well to do it. or not do the surgery but be she just the wants, assistant or whatever that they got yeah to do. well she gets to do some of the surgery yeah a couple of things about christina is at the end apparently she rides a motorcycle which is like in seattle motorcycle like yeah i've never been to seattle and i've never been on a motorcycle and I'm, i didn't even know that christina rode a motorcycle so this well, is like me. at the very end of the episode she's walking out she's got a motorcycle helmet in her hand 
But like maybe the only she thing... rides a moped. <laughs> I hope so. Or maybe she's just trying to stay safe. Like she's riding like in her car. Yeah. <laughs> but like I was just like, really? Like that's a really bad choice of transportation and don't NASCAR drivers wear helmets? Yeah, but that's because they're driving like two hundred and fifty miles per hour. Anyway, what were you saying? She's well, I'm just thinking like, why are you riding a motorcycle? It rains like every day in Seattle, except for three months in the summertime. Yeah. Like you're just gonna be wet all the time. No pun intended. <laughs> no, I think Christina definitely is a she's a she's a good character to have on there because I feel like she's gonna work harder than all of them to get what she wants and mm-hmm. and she wants to be on the top, you know. Yeah. Dude, Christina's like she's like she's there to fucking win. She's there to fucking be the best. Yeah. Like everybody else is there for different reasons. But Christina's there to fucking I mean, I kinda get the, the vibe from all of the interns that they want to be the best, you know, because I don't think so. Well, I feel like, I mean, we can start, we can, we can bring in George O'Malley now. I mean, if you want to start talking about. All right, we'll talk about my boy. So I feel like George O'Malley, I mean, I think he's like the comedic relief of the show, dude. Like, I don't even think he wants to be a surgeon, to be perfectly honest. I think that O'Malley, uh, well, let me just say this. When I first saw O'Malley, I, when I first saw O'Malley, I definitely thought that was Sean Astin or Aust- Astin. Is it Sean Astin? I don't even know who that is. You know, the guy that played Rudy? <laughs> yeah. I definitely thought that was him, What's dude. What's his name? Sean Astin. I'm telling is you, it Sean Astin? Yeah. Google it. Sean Astin. Or he was, what else was he? He was on the Goonies too. Yeah. yeah. When he was like 10. Sean Astin. Yeah. 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 I definitely thought that was yeah, him. Yeah. He is a Sean Astin type though. He has that look about him. Even like the characteristics, I feel mm-hmm. like John Aston would have those. Definitely. Um, yeah, but I I'm gonna be honest. I like George. I think George is like if a high schooler, like a a guy, a normal average man, had the confidence of a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an old high schooler. Yeah, he like he's intelligent. He's really nice. Like, he's probably got his shit together, pays his bills and stuff, I'm sure. But, like, he can't talk to women or people in general. Yeah, I know. He had a little <laughs> trouble talking to everybody else. We, I don't know. I think George, is a he's a comedic relief, man. I feel like some of the stuff he does is, like, goofy. Yeah, he's, and, like, the butt of every joke. Like, if they didn't have O'Malley, like, it would be just a super kind of serious tone. I agree. Like, and um, I think O'Malley is a character that a lot of people, like, uh, resonate with uh, yeah like, I mean yeah. he does a lot of like wholesome heartfelt actions mm-hmm. well I guess wholesome and heartfelt for the first episode I don't know how his character is going to develop but he just kind of <laughs> seems like he's like a wholesome guy you know like give me the shirt I think on, George give me the shirt I th- on my back I think you can put your bet down that George stays a wholesome guy well I didn't I didn't know that the medical profession was like deceitful and you could turn like, yeah <laughs> well, like go to the I'm dark just saying like medicine. have you seen <laughs> there's a lot of characters that are kind of fucking assholes in the show <laughs> We'll just go. He's going to stay wholesome. <laughs> like, there's a chance that somebody's going to turn him or something. Since we're on, like, let, let's get through Izzy real quick. There's not much going on with her. Like, I don't feel like we get a lot from Izzy the very first episode. I she's feel like a model? She's, yeah. Well, I, I can see why, dude. Ka- she's Catherine pretty. Heigl is. Is that Catherine Heigl? Yeah, dude. Shit, man. I know. <laughs> she, she's. <laughs> She's a very good-looking woman. She, she's she's attractive. She's nice. Um, she I feel has like, to do a lot of butt probing. Yeah, she does a lot of rectal examinations, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like she put herself in the situation 
to do the rectal exams because she was trying to like suck up to the Nazi so bad. And like, how do you let everybody know that you were a model? Like, I wouldn't want to let my coworkers know that. I definitely, I probably, (laughs) no way. Yeah, dude. I don't know. (laughs) I probably would. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, she just, she wants to like schmooze her way to the top. I don't know. So we've only gotten one episode of Ask Kisser. Ask Kisser. It seems like it from the first episode. I kind of get that vibe, but I don't know how it's going to be. That's a hot take, dude. Dude, well, she like, she, it's just how, I don't know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So like while we're on interns, let's talk about Alex. Cause I just want to say this dude is a fucking douchebag. Nah, I like that guy. What is there to like about him? He talks nice old nurse lady. She's like, Hey, are you sure this is the right decision? And he's like, why aren't you listening to me? I'm a doctor. I went to medical school. He like talks down to people. If I spent. The time to go to medical school, graduate from medical school. You would school. treat a bunch of nurses like shit. I'm not going to treat a bunch of nurses like shit, but I'm going to be like, hey, I kind of know what I'm talking about, dude. Okay. Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about because at the end of the episode, Meredith corrects him with the four, five W's for fever after post-op fever, I think. Yeah. And he was wrong, dude. Well, let's, let's just say that if I went to medical school, I probably have the same mentality. All right. Whatever, Seth. Like, I get it. You're an ego guy. But I just want to, like, talk about Alex for a second because I think that they're setting something up with the way he's treating Meredith now where he's like, oh, are you a nurse? Like, oh, are you... There's going to be, like, a little competition or what? No, I think that, that like, she's going to hate that she's attracted to him because, like, he's a pretty good-looking guy. He's the type of guy that you're like, I don't trust him. Like, he'll steal my girl away or something. Like, he's a... Nah, he definitely would steal my girl. Mr. Steal your girl. I'm not attractive. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but he is more attractive than I am, so he probably could steal my girl. And he's got that, like, moxie or attitude where he's like, I'm the fucking best. <laughs> well, he probably is, dude. I don't but know. Like, There's just something about that guy. I like his vibes. I, I don't like this guy. And that's why I'm worried because I'm like, I have a feeling he's going to sweep Meredith away from Derek, bro. Like, I'm afraid. I'm, well, I'm like, looking talk, ahead. Well, then and let's I'm talk like, about Derek. Let's talk about Derek. Let's talk about Derek. Derek's the best character in the show. I know. Like, I'm choosing the the handsome, tall, smart, funny white guy. You're, but like, you're choosing the stereotypical uh, best character. Best character, yeah. But, like, he's hella cool. He's, like, a really nice doctor. <laughs> he's a nice doctor. I like him. Like, he seems to know what he's doing. I feel like he's got some witty jokes. He's got some nice hair and yeah. charming personality. Yeah, he's a charming guy. And yeah. he charmed me. Yeah, I was like, did. I want to be this guy's friend. Yeah, he schmoozed you. Yeah. But at the same time, it might be too stereotypical to have a guy like that. Like, you got to have somebody like that, like the white knight of the show. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. he's, no, he seems like a wholesome guy. He seems like he does seem like a good Anyways, guy. Anyways, I'm, I'm ro- not sure I'm if him. I'm rooting for him and Meredith to be together, though. I think the stereotype roots for you, though, roots for you guys to be together. Who's you guys? Me and Meredith? No, yeah, no, not you guys, but those guys. <laughs> not you guys, but you rooting for them because yeah. okay, like we're introduced to them at the very beginning. Yeah, and you're like, I want they have a little them. conflict because yeah. they had sex and now they work together. So they're like, oh, where's it gonna go? Yeah. Are we gonna be professional or are we gonna be flirty? And oh, you know, he, that's not a question so, for him. Like, He's like, we're gonna be flirty. They're baiting you. They're baiting you for that. They're like, oh, just take it. I like, know. Just, just take the bait. But, but then. I think that they probably will end up together just because of the fact that they work together and they, you know, have <laughs> well, like some all the flirty vibes. They have some flirty vibes. So like, it's like, yeah, they're setting me up to, yeah. to do it. It's kind of like, um, like 
the Jim and Pam on the office. You know? Ooh. That's what it is, but not a, not like that cliche. Like, but they're they're giving it to you, see, and event, they're they're baiting you, and then eventually they'll just give see, it to you. Like, you see them as Jim and Pam, but I see the potential of them being in Dwight Andy Angela situation. Where, like, dang, that's pretty deep. Where Meredith is gonna be like, oh, do I go with the douchebag or do I go with McDreamy? I don't know. Well, I wouldn't consider Andy or Dwight from The Office either McDreamy or the douchebag. Okay, obviously Dwight is McDreamy. What you're saying is is that you think there's going to be a love triangle. It's a love triangle. That's what I'm saying. So you think that she's going to be sleeping with not one of, not just one doctor, but also another intern. Well, he's, yeah. What do you think about Meredith? Dude, I'm just saying. What are you getting at? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of heat (laughs) on my takes on Meredith right now. I just think... That the way that Alex is talking to her right now sets it up so that he's like the bad boy has like a soft inner core. Oh, you think that that's like her project, man? Yeah, that's her project, man. Like Like, she's isn't that such a trope? Like the girl's got to have a project guy. Like she's gonna be like, you know what? I know on the outside he just seems like a douche, but when you really get to know him, he cares about things. That's exactly what's gonna happen. I don't know, man. I just feel like he. Is going to fall in love with her, and for some reason, she's not going to love him back, and that she's going to get with me. Dude, but they set this up even more, because let's go back to George. George is also in love with Meredith, but Meredith is like, friend zone, no, like, (laughs) pudgy face little guy, like, sorry, man, I'm into McDreamy. Sounds like me in high school. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like me right now. (laughs) 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 Apparently, Meredith would not be into me. I'm just saying George is into it. Alex and other D-bag intern guy who's buddy-buddy with him, they're, like, talking about Meredith. Unnamed (laughs) D-bag. Unnamed D-bag doctor. (laughs) (laughs) They're talking about Meredith with George, and George is like, uh, uh, like, we're friends. We're we're friends. No, because. We hang out all the time. Like, like the first 24 hours, I guess. Like Alex asks if she's single. Yeah. Yeah, he asks, oh, I wonder if she's single. And then George's like, I'm friends with her. I don't know what George was going for there. I don't know if George was like, oh, yeah, like, I know her. You like her. Like, let's be friends. I don't know. I think- yeah, I thought. And then there was like a weird part. Where it was like either George is like, I'm into her, too. Or he's like, I could hook you up with her. Or yeah, I, don't know <laughs> I have where no idea what George I think, is doing. I, th- I think he's just trying to make some friends. Dude, who knows? So let's let's see. Well, let's move on. Who we talk? Who we, we not got, talked about? We haven't we talked, talked about, about Weber. So. Weber is the other attendee. So Weber and... See, you know what I get from Weber? The vibe I get from Weber is he's like the hard ass, but he's going to make you a better doctor. Dude, that's what I'm getting at too. He's definitely like irritated with O'Malley, but like when he's telling O'Malley, like he's teaching him how to do the surgery and stuff, I feel like he was really into teaching O'Malley and like he's like, I want to help this guy. Well, it even, um, I think it was, uh, was it Bailey, the Nazi? I even think, I, I even think she says something like, oh, so you already found your guy. Like he, like she's implying yeah. that he has a guy. But see, like that conversation between Bailey and Weber that reveals a lot about their personalities. Because I think, I think Weber might like make you a better doctor, but I think that that conversation reveals that Bailey is like a little puppy dog inside. She's like, "Don't <laughs> fuck over O'Malley. Like he's a puppy. Like we gotta like, like give him short steps. Like we can't just throw him into the fire because he's just not that type of person. Like it seems like Bailey is like overqualified." For being a resident. It seems like she knows more. Knows more at least about people and decision making. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely think that Weber sees some qualities in O'Malley that O'Malley doesn't see in O'Malley. 
So I think Weber's like, let's bring the best part of you out. I think that you think Weber is nicer than he is. Well, we've only seen one episode, so I guess time will tell. But I think that he sees some qualities in O'Malley, and then he wants to bring him out. I think that he's like, you know what? This guy could be a good doctor. But he tells Bailey... You make an example out of one and the rest of them fall in line. So, like, I feel like he's setting up George to fail because he think was he the lowest in the class. He's the lowest scoring guy. Yeah, he barely got in. Barely got in. Like, you throw him into the fire, he fucks up on the apodectomy. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I didn't even know what they up. were doing. We're going to screw up so many pronunciations of stuff. Like, I'm just going to let <laughs> everybody know ahead of time. I didn't even know what they were doing, to be honest. What do you I- mean? I didn't know what they were doing. Like, they, I don't, I don't remember them saying what they were doing. Doing what? Like the surgery they were doing. Isn't that appendectomy? Oh uh, yeah, I don't even remember He's that. He's removing the appendix. Yeah, I don't remember that. But like, he fucked up and was, like, and then he froze, and then uh, Weber's like, "Get the fuck!" Oh, uh, was the appendix, huh? Yeah, and he was like, "Do it." See, and then like Meredith's all like, "I bet seventy five bucks that he could fucking do the whole surgery." Yeah, she definitely had a lot of faith in him, whereas mm-hmm. I don't think anybody else did. Everybody else was yeah. like, he's not going to make it. And he's he just seems like the guy that would be like kind of like the dweeb. He is a dweeb. He's not kind of like a dweeb, dude. The guy's a square. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's why a, I love him. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's all right. All right, so you want to kind of like map out some relationships? Um, like these are kind of relationships we think that we should be following throughout the show. Well, we kind of already talked about one with O'Malley and loving Meredith. Yeah, dude, he's pining. I mean, we've been talking about relationships almost the whole time. I think that at some point he's going to try to, he's going to make a shot. He's going to take a shot. What do they call it these days? Sliding in the DS. He's going (laughs) to, or he might shoot his shot. But yeah, I think at some point throughout the show, he's going to be like, hey, what's up, Meredith? Like, you're cute. I know I'm not the typical guy you probably date, but... But like, we're like best friends Let's now. get two for 20 at Applebee's or something, you know? Like, I feel like at some point... I feel like at some point he's going to try to throw himself in the mix with McDreamy and Alex. You want to get a, a couple of two for 20? A couple of... Dang, that's 40 bucks. No, I... <laughs> I think that he's going to be like, all right, I want to throw myself in the mix. And he, let me tell you. He's going to do it when she's single, though. Like, he's going to try and take advantage of like a vulnerable Meredith at some point. McDreamy is going to be thrown by the wayside for no reason. Then Alex is going to make a mistake. And then George is going to be like, this is my shot. This is what's going to happen. I'm calling it right now. This is my prediction. Meredith and McDreamy. She's going to say something like, no, we can't. We need to have a professional relationship. That's when she's going to fall for Alex. Alex is going to do some douchebaggy stuff. And she's going to be like, She's going to break up with him. And then then, she's going to be like, I wish that I stayed with McDreamy. Yeah, she's going to be sitting there. She's going to be like chilling outside in the rain like she was. And then next thing you know, here comes O'Malley. And he's going to put his arm around. Dude, I'm the opposite of you. I'm willing to bet against it. I bet you George just puts his arm around her and comforts her as a friend. You don't think he's going to try to make a move? No way. You were literally just saying that he was in love with her. He's in love with her. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he. I don't know. He uh, He might not be the go-for-it type of guy. I'm in love with pizza. You don't see me opening a pizza joint. I have not. Wait, I thought you were going to go somewhere different with that one. I thought you meant like You're opening a pizza box. You're just assuming that because he loves her, he's going to take a shot. O'Malley's a puppy dog, dude. He's not going to do anything to rock the boat in life. He's a safe guy. <laughs> he's content, dude. He's a type B personality, dude. He needs an alpha woman. I don't think Meredith is an alpha. 
Well, then who's the alpha? Dude, he needs a Christina. He needs a Christina in his life? Christina's the alpha, dude. She's bad, dude. I love her. Yeah. She's all right. She rides motorcycles. She fucking is a savage. She rides motorcycles. She's smarter and she's than everyone savage. else. We still have yet to talk about Christina and, Merid- and Chris- Meredith's relationship. <sighs> dude. So, Christina and Meredith, they have sort of like a... At the end of the first episode, I feel like we kind of don't know where their relationship is going to go from here. Um, You want to kind of explain what happened in the episode? Yeah, so we're going to get to the patients in a little bit, but basically, um, one of the patients that Meredith has on her first day, and that is part of uh, Shepard's scope of patients... Uh, is having all these seizures, yeah, and they don't know what's going on. So he tells all the interns that they can go to the medical wing or wherever and do research to try and figure out why this girl's having seizures when she's not showing any signs of epilepsy, aneurysms, or anything else. So Meredith Meredith is like, hey, like, yo, Christina, what's up, homegirl? We've been, like, kind of buddy-buddy for the first 24 hours. How about... You help me figure out the problem, and I'll let you get to do the surgery with Dr. Shepard. Because part of the reason why Shepard assigned this to all the interns was if whoever the intern, fuck, dude, the intern that the intern the intern that figures it out gets to do yeah gets to be there in the surgery. But the problem was is like when everybody was like doing like social penetration and disclosure, she starts you know they start talking about um, you know like if you tell anybody about this sort of thing, she's like yeah. I slept with Dr. Shepard. Yeah. So she like... She told her. She's she so drops dumb. the bomb. She drops the bomb on her like, hey, you know, Rule number I one. slept with this guy. Rule number one, dude. You don't tell your coworkers that you're sleeping with the boss. You, you just, just never don't kiss, do you just that. Don't kiss and tell in general. That's yeah. just bad. That's just bad. But take. especially in the workplace, you don't tell everybody that you're sleeping with the boss. That yeah. just makes them think that any favoritism <laughs> is because you're sleeping together. Yeah. So... There was that. She told her that they, they she told her that they had sex and then she's like, "Okay, whatever. Let's team up to solve this problem that we're having." Yeah, and I'll let you do the surgery if you just help me solve the problem. Yeah, well, she even says, "I don't want to do it." Yeah, like, well, I don't want to. Cuz she it. doesn't want to be around Shepard. Yeah, she doesn't want anything she, to do she with she this guy. She just might bang him right there on the surgery <laughs> table. I mean, risque. <laughs> I mean, I might not be able to stop myself. He's dreamy as hell, man. Yeah, I know. He's a really handsome man. <laughs> but anyway, perfectly quafted hair. They figure it out, Kinda and like, Mar- like, let's be real, Christina is like, what if it's an aneurysm that you just can't see? And then Chris- Meredith's like, nah, and then like three minutes later, Meredith's like, what if it's an aneurysm that you just can't see? And then all of a sudden, yeah. that's the right answer. Anyways, they tell Shepard, and then he's like, alright, Meredith, you're doing it. And Christina looks at Meredith with the expectation that yeah, Meredith's, Meredith's gonna, gonna be, step like, in and be, like, be like, oh uh, no, no, sorry, uh, Christina should do it. She's the one who figured it out. And Meredith fucking stone cold doesn't do a sh- she doesn't shit. say a thing yeah. nothing christina's sitting there looking at her like are you kidding me right now like, yeah is this how it's gonna be dude and christina's p.o dude. you can see it oh yeah like that was perfect acting dude and i was like fuck meredith when that happened at this point in the show i was like damn i'm out on meredith um, i'm not about meredith i was like damn she we did her a, dirty we need a nickname that was like some like survivor like stuff right there man like yeah, backstabbing like, yeah nah i mean i don't know but like the way you got to think about it too is that they're all they're all like battling for a spot they're all battling it's to not be the for best. a spot they're just battling not to lose their job well they're all they all want to be the best man and to be the best you gotta you gotta practice with the best you know yeah 
So uh, you know, she. I, I guess I. I know what she did was wrong, but at some point, I'm. Got, I got to be like, you know what? I can't blame her. I don't know if you give someone your word like that, especially on something that important. But let's be honest, dude. Be... They weren't really even like friends. Are you kidding me? They're like best friends the whole first episode. No, they weren't, dude. Okay. They even at the very end, and Christina like you comes into the room, the and they're like. End. We're talking about from the whole episode. The we're friends, talking about from the beginning of the episode dude, until the point where t- shut up, dude. I'm telling you right now, the whole episode, they're friends. Then Meredith fucks Christina over, and then this is towards the end of the episode. Then at the very end, Christina's like, you know what? It's all good. Like I shouldn't be mad at you. Like I'm gonna get to do surgery because she at some realizes, point. okay, yeah, we're all trying to get ahead, and it's she not realizes, that hey. Like, Meredith is my friend, and she's worth more than just being mad because... They've known each other for a total of 48 hours. I don't know about you, but I don't consider people I've known for 48 hours, my friends. Dude, O'Malley does. O'Malley is a bumbling fool. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, what? Now you're just hating on O'Malley. O'Malley had... Anyways, so where it stands at the end of the episode is Christina seems to be okay with Meredith, but... There's definitely going to be some, like, distrust. I think that now she's kind of got that mindset, like, I really, I know who Meredith really is. Yeah, deep down. And like, Meredith she's like, sucks. we can be... That's who she is. We can be friends, but I'll never get over the fact that you screwed me over to, uh, you know, be inside the surgery ring wing. Just so you could bang. Exactly. Yeah. Keep your, keep your friends rich and your enemies rich, and mm-hmm. then... Find and you, out which is which. You know what? Let's just kind of move on. I guess that, like that's my, yeah. That's all we where can say. okay. So but I'm kind of happy that like Izzy, the super pretty one, that everyone's like, oh, she's super hot. I'm kind of happy that like she doesn't have any like romantic stuff going on immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean? she's she's. Uh, I feel like she's focused on her career right now. Yeah, and uh, like I'm glad that at least that's at least one stereotype that isn't happening in this show. I mean, the show is full of stereotypes. Yeah, they have a lot of like that guys, you know what I mean? Like those are the proper yeah, syntax like, would be those guys. Like, so Bailey, they have the they like, have the comedic relief. They have yeah. the douchebag. They have the you know sassy the hot black guy. lady. <laughs> yeah, like the one black lady in the whole show. Yeah, of course is sassy. Exactly. Like of course. And then the one Asian lady in the whole show is of course like top of her class. Top of her class at Stanford. Super smart. Yeah. yeah. So. Let's talk about the patients, because they're actually kind of featured a lot in the first episode. So we got Katie, who is Meredith's patient. She's a seizure girl. She's also a complete and total... Airhead. No. She's just a shitty child. She's like those, like, um... She's basic. Pageant. Like those pageant Yeah, she's a pageant. Kids. Well, that's where she got hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, like, passed out or something or started spasming. Uh-huh. So on a scale of one to five stethoscopes, like, where do you rate Katie? On on, on, like, the, on a, like how cool of a patient she is. Uh, she's definitely a negative stethoscope. She's a one, negative one stethoscope. Yeah, dude. Like she was like she called Meredith. Oh yeah. She paged Meredith. Oh for, my god. For like no reason, Meredith comes sprinting to the door. Like, she faked what's a up? seizure. Like what's she, up? You know, dude, like what's faked... going on? Are you dying? Like let me call nine one one. Well, they're already at the hospital, so why would we call nine one one? But what's yeah. up? And then she's like, Oh, I'm just I'm just bored. 
And she faked a seizure so that the nurse would call Meredith. Yeah. That's think about that nurse. That nurse is like, shit, like what do I do? And then yeah, no. like Meredith shows up and Katie's just like, What's up? So let's take another step further there and talk about when she actually did have like a seizure. Dude, and, and Meredith, Meredith like steps up. Takes like a slow crawl and then she gets there and she's like, Oh crap, like something's actually going I on. I thought Meredith was gonna blow it. I dude, she did blow it. She died. No, dude. Seizure girl died. Then <laughs> she she does the defibrillator. She did the defibrillator wrong. Remember like you're only supposed to do two, and she's like, No it again. Dude, and then she said Saved her life. Yeah, and then that's when Dr. Shepard comes in and he's like, are you kidding me right now? You totally ruined everything. Get no, out of he, here. He was like, you're supposed to be monitoring her, but she yes. saved Katie's life. Okay, but the fact is... The nurses she... weren't doing shit. The nurses were just holding her down. Because they're nurses. They don't know what to do. That's why they asked the doctor. You don't think a nurse knows how to use a defibrillator? Um, well, they obviously didn't know what to do because they're oh. like, we need to know what you want to do, doctor. Doctor, we need to know what you want to do. And Mary was panicking. Dude. It was literally in slow-mo. The scene was in slow-mo. I've learned how to use a defibrillator I guess I'm CPR just, certified if I can if I know how to use a defibrillator a nurse can know how to use a defibrillator that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about the fact that they were asking Meredith what they should do and Meredith totally froze in the moment and then Meredith saved her life yeah, I don't know why you're making me. Why die. are you making me defend Meredith now? I don't want to defend Meredith. After I'm just saying she let her die. She wasn't dead. She literally let her die. Her heart stopped beating. Is that what you qualify as death? What else is there? <laughs> what else do you need I, to I mean, qualify, I qualify as death? As de death is permanent. You don't come back from death. Obviously, you. She did. Her she heart didn't. stopped beating. So you consider death. To be something it's that permanent. you don't come back from. So you're just like... <laughs> you can't come back. So what What would you consider her situation? She, she Her heart stopped beating and... She went into a very deep sleep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. She was dead. Meredith let her die. She <laughs> let, let her die. Stop. She let her die. Her heart stopped beating because she froze. When you put a scene in slow motion like the writers and producers of Grey's Anatomy did, you're trying to convey the message that Meredith was choking. No way, dude. She choked in that situation. She choked for a second, and then she saved her life. She... Clutch move. If she hadn't choked, clutch she didn't move. have to save her life. She's more clutch move. She's more clutch than your boy O'Malley, who literally That's almost... your boy. I don't like O'Malley. I called him Sean Astin. Of course I don't like him. Before we started recording, all Seth talks about is how much he liked O'Malley and how nice of a guy he is. And I now... said he was wholesome. I say he's a wholesome guy. He is a wholesome, he is a wholesome guy. guy. You were talking about him like he was your boy. No, he's not my boy. All right. Since we're talking about, all right, let's get through the patients and we'll get to who our people are. All right. Well, first of all, bacon grease guy. I don't know his name. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, I don't remember his name at all, but let's talk about what really happened. O'Malley got too deep. He got in too deep. O'Malley, this is where O'Malley's wholesome attitude comes back to bite him in the butt. Yep. Because... O'Malley promised what did they need to bacon do grease has got... They had to do a stint, bacon. right? What? They had, do, they had to put a stint in because he had blockage in They're his heart. They're doing like a heart bypass or whatever. Something like that. I thought, yeah. something. I like, don't know what a stint is. It's where they open up the artery, so... Oh, the plaque gets through. Yeah. This guy eats a lot of bacon, apparently. So we're just going to call him Bacon Grease Guy. And yeah, O'Malley promises his wife that the operation is going to go, like, fine. O'Malley's not even performing the operation. Weber is. But O'Malley's making promise. He's writing checks his ass can't cash. Here, this is the thing that threw me off about the whole thing. Is like, they're, like, setting up this relationship 
They're like, everybody's laughing and giggling and like, oh yeah, you know, he just likes bacon. Ha 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 ha. And then next thing you know, he's like, okay, yeah, it's time for surgery. And then she's like, everything's going to be okay. And you can tell the people were like looking for like a response. They were looking for mm-hmm. some reassurance. Oh, they definitely. were like, everything's going to be okay. Dude, right? they're taking his heart off his body. Like, I'm not taking his heart out of his no, body. No, they, they literally put it into a bypass machine. The bypass machine pumps your blood. I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor, but I'm, I'm just I'm saying, not a doctor either, the, but that's t- what they say they're doing. He tells so, the he tells the people he's he's looking at him dead in the face and he tells people he says everything is going to be okay. I promise. I promise. Oh. He's a good doctor. Bad man. You know, Weber is a good doctor. And then what happens? Tell the tell the people what happens. Bacon grease guy dies. And let's talk about the interaction between Weber and O'Malley. <laughs> Weber is fucking pissed. He's like, "Yo, why you would you do never this? make yeah. promises like that?" Like I tell them and a more I'm angry a doctor yeah i'm not gonna get all weber on i'm not gonna get all weber right now but like weber's pissed because he's like you never make promises that you can't keep basically o'malley fucked up and then he's got to go tell his wife oh man that was so heartbreaking see this is what i thought was okay this is like one of my like key moments right here for definitely this This is like where it's like like, shows usually like a plot is something like that you know you're trying to get the reader or not the readers but the watchers to like you know you're trying to get them entertained you're trying to bring them back for more and then to drop a death like right in the beginning of the series or the just drop a death like that people die all the time that's like that's that's big man it, it was started good. started pulling on the heartstrings before yeah. we even got into the second episode it, 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 that was crazy to yeah, just dude. kill somebody like that so on a scale of one to five stethoscopes what do you rank banging grease guy as a patient i'm rating him a five stethoscope five out of five stethoscopes dude we're in we're in dealing with extremes right now okay are you, are you a sith well, what right are now you, because only siths deal in absolutes what are you considering for this rating like are you considering like the level how cool of, of the how cool of a patient dude are. if you go and how cool they are then of course this guy's five steps yeah he's so he's, he's five a cool steps. guy he's a nice guy he's a cool dude he has two kids and a sick he beard he doesn't even have a beard i thought he had a beard maybe no. i'm thinking of someone else he has like the kind of face with skin that looks like there should be a beard on top of it, <laughs> it <doesn't> <laughs> he has one of those beards i mean one of those faces <laughs> one of those faces all right and then our last patient is anonymous appendectomy guy oh i don't yeah. even know if it's a man or a woman well the the premise of this the premise of this appendectomy i think i'm saying that right the yeah. premise of it was that you know the, the top be... the top performer was the top performer or the top uh top candidate person, or something yeah the, the the intern with the most promise oh yes the so i guess o'malley i don't know how but he has the most potential well, out that's of all that's because we were talking about earlier weber's like you thought I'm he not... was setting him up to fail yeah he did set him up to fail okay so um facts <laughs> so weber comes up to o'malley o'malley is like what me like i'm the one and so weber takes him to do an appendectomy on this guy this anon and um <laughs> he totally he, he fucks up yeah he totally messes it up he it was a botch job so uh, we're assuming that weber like saves the day well he, he did save the day we don't even like know this patient but we're gonna rate him when you give this rating i'm gonna give I'm him cool factor i'm gonna give him a three three stethoscopes the reason I'm going to give him a three, and let me tell you right now, is because he didn't know that there was going to be some intern operating on yeah, him. Yeah, dude. I, well, maybe. I'm assuming. He or she. I'm, he or yeah, she. I'm assuming. We we're we are a gender sex positive podcast. Just I didn't. I don't know if they told the patient, okay, I'm going to have the intern working on you today. But if they didn't, then I'm giving the guy at least a three because he, you know, there was some, you know, random intern operating on him. Dude. And then Weber has to step in and save his life. So the guy almost died on the operating cable over an appendix and then they call o'malley 007 because he's got the license to kill let that one sink in for a moment yeah 
I thought it was funny how they were all like placing bets on him and stuff too. <laughs> yeah. Like they were like, oh yeah, like Bunch I got DJ. 50 on. He was, did somebody say he was going to pass out? I, I don't know. Remember. I thought somebody 50 said, that yeah. he couldn't even identify the appendix. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He couldn't even know what the appendix were. I don't was. even know what the appendix does, to be honest. I thought it broke down minerals in your body. <laughs> minerals? Disclaimer, I do not know what I'm talking about. So please don't take this as professional medical advice. <laughs> we are advice. not doctors, nor will we ever be. So take everything we say about medicine with a grain of salt. I, I might be a doctor one day, but definitely not. In, uh, Seth is needs. never going to be a doctor. I'm no. never. Okay, so let's move on. The fuck that guy moment. So this is a segment where we talk about something that the characters are doing that like if they did that in real life, the strangers that they're <laughs> the inconveniencing yeah. would be pissed. <laughs> the, and the normal people in the background. For me, that fuck, guy, fuck that guy moment is when Meredith and Christina are telling Dr. Shepard about how Katie probably has an aneurysm, but they don't do it. They don't just go up to them. They find him in the elevator and they just hold the elevator door open for what feels like five minutes. Yeah, it was and a long scene. There is literally eight other people in that elevator, doctors, nurses. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's someone on a bed. Like, <laughs> on a gurney. And, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, All right, oh, gotta, yeah, so like this part, like just step out of the elevator or step in the elevator. Like just they're, make They're trying decision. to get to like, it's like, dude, I'm trying to get to the fourth floor. I'm like my patient's like, yeah. my patient's like code blue right now. Like yeah. I gotta go. How do you not, like how do you know That's that, totally like, inconsiderate. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> like if that happened in real life, you know someone in the elevator would be like, hey guys, like I gotta go. Like shut the door so i guess my fuck that guy at the moment or the fuck that uh, guy moment fuck that guy moment fuck that guy episode part of the episode <laughs> was when um so katie the seizure girl oh gosh she on top of the fact that she you know called meredith down to her room for no reason other than the fact that she was bored first of all you know i would have been a little upset for that but i would say the fuck that guy moment for me was when uh mcdreamy dr shepherd had no answers about what was going on with katie and her Katie's dad starts going off on Dr. Shepard in He's the like, middle of in it. the middle of like the waiting the patient, room. Yeah. yeah so like in the middle of the waiting area, like this, this dad is going off on the doctor and he's like, we brought her here because this is supposed to be the best hospital in the state. We want, we want a better doctor. Yeah. We want a doctor that knows what he's doing. We want a doctor that knows what he's talking about. And I'm sitting here like, dude, like you're wearing a flannel shirt and you're going to sit here and tell a guy, a doctor that he doesn't know what he's talking Nick about. Dreamy of all people. Exactly. Like, how are you going to look at this handsome man in a lab coat <laughs> while you're wearing a flannel shirt and say and say I want a doctor that knows what he's doing like did you go through how many years is medical school I don't know these days it's four plus intern plus residency so then it's to been a while an attendee. so he's been here a while he's been a doctor yes. for like at least 20 years and so he's gonna have the audacity to tell this guy he wants somebody that knows what they're doing you know but I understand the situation you know his daughter is having some unnamed medical problems they don't know what going on he's a concerned parent i can understand it but i don't think that was a conversation to have in the waiting area of a hospital i agree and if i was sitting in that waiting area that would not make me comfortable i'm I'd sitting in like, the waiting area looking at these guys like uh, i would just be where's the uh where are the vending machines at i'm trying to get a nice <laughs> i'm trying to get an ice cold coke right now <laughs> yeah is the uh, cafeteria open yet <laughs> excuse me gentlemen um i'm just trying to find the restroom around here i don't know if maybe one of you can help me the guy in the lab coat maybe all right so now here's the time we're about to start doing some future ch- choosing some future choices future expectations for the but show what we think is gonna end all of that we're gonna pick our guys for the next our person i should say person i think it could be multiple i think you could have a couple guys a couple of people a couple of a couple of interns 
Maybe doctors. You're going to pick two? I don't know. You got to pick one. I think we could pick a couple. I don't think it would be a bad idea to have a couple people. Okay, how about you pick one intern and you pick one non-intern? Oh, that's tough. That's a tough choice because I, I feel like the connection and like the characters, I think they each have potential to have their own sort of storyline. I feel like they all have, they all do have their own storyline. I feel like maybe not as big as what Meredith, cause I feel like the whole mm-hmm. show is centered around Meredith. I don't feel yeah, like definitely. it's going to be anything that big, but like a side plot, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, Mally battles the flu this week or, <laughs> you know, Christina, Christina's motorcycle breaks down or something like that. I feel like they have the potential to have their own plot lines, but motorcycle. <laughs> you know, it's like Izzy's Izzy's <laughs> Izzy's photos come back from the lab or something like that you know like everyday life you know her headshots just came alright so pick an intern if I'm gonna pick an intern to follow one ooh that's tough man that's tough I feel like we can't include Meredith in this choice though because we're gonna have to follow her no matter what yeah like we're following this plot line to the end, and, of, the end of the line and you know that nothing's gonna happen to Meredith like the show is gonna follow her so like you know maybe uh, she's not that's a pretty always... broad assumption to make there I mean, I mean, just shoot, assuming, they already killed off one person. What do you, next thing a, you know? Dude, it was a patient. I, I'm just saying. I'm just assuming, like, Meredith is the main character. She ain't gonna. Yeah, disappear. she's definitely the main character. She's not going away. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. It's so hard for me to pick because I, I want to pick, like, I want to pick somebody like Alex because I'm like. So you're picking Alex? I want to pick Alex, but at the same time, I want to pick somebody practical. I want to pick somebody like O'Malley. He's the underdog. You've been shitting on O'Malley. I haven't been shitting on O'Malley. Taking him. I'm not taking O'Malley. You're I don't take, know who I'm taking. You just at this point. took him. The reason, the Dude, reason you're I'm in. saying you said it. Everybody the reason heard I'm you. talking about O'Malley is because okay, he's the underdog. He literally looks like Sean yeah, Aston who played Rudy. Dude, that's the biggest underdog Seth's story done. known to man. I'm picking my guy now. My no, intern. I'm not. I'm. I want to argue my you point. You picked O'Malley. I, I want to argue my point about O'Malley. So <laughs> O'Malley is the underdog. Everybody knows he's not the smartest. He's not the most handsome. He probably doesn't have a very nice car. He still lives at home with he his mom. He still lives at home with his mom. You know, like, just he just seems like just the underdog from the get-go. So I feel like he's going to rise to the challenge and at some point be oh. a very successful doctor in the hospital. All right. My intern But is, I didn't say I was picking O'Malley. You just said you picked O'Malley. I didn't say I was picking O'Malley. I want to follow Alex because I think he's a really cool guy. And he Based probably has a really cool, like, motorcycle jacket. All right. I'm but I think they need pick, to change his hairstyle. I'm going to pick Christina. I think. Wow. I think she is. Stereotypical of you. Stereotypical of me. What's that supposed to mean? You have spent the entire podcast talking about how she was number one in her class. She's a savage. She's she rides the best. a motorcycle. Come on, man. How could I not pick her? Plus, nobody appreciates her. She's the smartest person. Meredith, Meredith gets to choose. She literally comes up with the aneurysm so idea. Christina. I'm picking Christina. Let me defend myself. Let me let me qualify why I'm choosing <laughs> Christina. She's underappreciated. Everyone thinks that she's stupid for some reason. I have no idea why. And you know what? Christina's fucking hardcore. She sees her job as like a duty. And you know what? I res- fucking respect that. So you, I'm taking Christina. Who's your fucking outside of the internship person? Um, I kind of, I kind of want to follow McDreamy just because of the fact that, you know, he's McDreamy. But at the same time, I, I agree with what you said earlier about the Nazi. I feel like she comes off as a hard ass, but like she, she cares, she cares, you know, like she wants to see everybody be the best mm-hmm. person. So you're taking Bailey? I think I'm going to go with Bailey, the Nazi. Damn, you swept her right out for me. Is that who you're going with too? <sighs> I don't want to have the same as you though. No, like, dude, we can have the same. 
I guess we can both root for Bailey. I like Bailey. I think that like her sassiness is endearing, and I like I like her. Uh, I don't put up with your shit attitude. But yeah. I also like that when the interns aren't around, she's like looking out for their best interests. Why don't we talk about why we didn't pick the other interns? Well, Izzy, like all she does is do butt checks. <laughs> so like I'm not into that. Maybe that's why we should follow her. Like where are these butt checks going to evolve to, you know? Like Nothing. I think that I think that, you know, maybe she starts with the butts now, next thing you know, she's okay. performing open well, heart the, surgery for what eight do you hours. have against Christina. I just think that I just think that Christina is a hardworking person and that she's going to get what she wants in the end. I want to see something other than the normal outcome. You think that Christina's going to get what she wants? I think Christina I think that people disrespect her and that she's not going to get what she wants. So I'm here to champion her. <laughs> But we have the same we have the same end goal. Yeah, we won't we want the best. I'm just saying like, I I'm just saying that to follow Christina is it's kind of pointless cuz she's going to end up as a doctor oh anyway, like a, a successful doctor. They're already doctors. And then I don't even understand why you could not choose Alex. I never or said why that you I could didn't choose Alex. Alex, I it's literally the same thing we talked about earlier. Alex seems it's kind of like the He's Nazi situation. You're looking for a project. I'm looking for a project guy. I want to see him do better than be the the hospital douchebag. All, right. All right, which is why this is my pick, my locked in pick. Alex, you already locked in. That's his name, right? Yeah. Right, just making sure. <laughs> I just remembered. I his... feel like he needs like a really like I feel like he needs like a cooler name than Alex. Douche guy. I feel like he should be named like like Guillermo or something like that. Like Guillermo. something exotic. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, he's oh. my god too. Alright. So then why didn't you choose McDreamy? Just because he's like too perfect? He's really perfect. Yeah. Like in like, every aspect. There's nothing wrong with moving on. Like I feel like maybe he has like some emotional damage or something uh, like later that we'll a, discover uh, later on. He could be like a murderer. He could be like a closet bedwetter or something like that. Like years of rep- <laughs> repressed emotions from like not bullied. having a relationship with his parents. He was bullied in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he like has like some like weird like yeah. you know emotional trauma. Okay, then that wh- he can't what do you resolve. have against Weber? I don't know. I just I haven't got enough of Weber to form like a real. Weber just of him. seems like the guy who like you're not sure if he's actually got your back. Yeah, I was left with a lot of questions. Like I don't know if I, he, like you, you brought up a lot of good points. Like if he's just setting O'Malley up to fail. I mean, I feel like he just wants to push the doctors, yeah. but I haven't got enough from him yet to to really make an educated opinion on whether or not I, I want to follow this guy. I mean, obviously I'm gonna have to follow him over the course of the show, but I just don't know what his intentions are yet. All right, so now we're gonna make our future picks about what's gonna happen. So Seth, I want. Your take for how the season ends. I don't know. That's a pretty... <laughs> that's a pretty... Uh, tall order. Yeah, that's a pretty tall order. Um, the season ends? I don't know. What's your one take? Like, it can be anything. It doesn't. You don't have to decide everything for the whole show. You just need to, like, make one prediction. I don't know about the whole season because I don't know exactly what's going to be set up between now and then. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick for maybe just a future undisclosed time, I would say... <laughs> this is such a cop-out. Just make a prediction. I would say Go that... For it. I would say that I think that the interns... They sort of help each other, and um, they're already doing that. Dude, what are you talking about? We literally just argued for like an hour about how <laughs> Meredith screwed over Christina. I think that they all develop good friendships. So no backstabbing in the click. I think there will be a little bit of backstabbing just to add a dramatic effect to the story. But I think they become pretty good friends, and that Meredith and McDreamy have sex at least one more time before the end of the season. <laughs> all right, I. I'm going to make my prediction that 
Meredith and McDreamy throughout this season are going to be on on again, off again. And then at the very end of the season, Meredith and Alex are going to be something. That project will begin at the end of the season with Let's Alex. just take a swing at it, dude. O'Malley mean? and Christina are dating by the end of the season. Whoa. O'Malley and Izzy. Write that down. O'Malley and Izzy. O'Malley is going to be with somebody by the end of the season. Just because somebody's going to feel so bad for him, they go on a date with him. Probably a nurse. Nothing against nurses. Probably a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I think that I think that he'll find somebody at the end of the season. I think that he has some good qualities that women might look for in a man. Yeah, but reliability. To, well, he's I don't know. Just, oh, he's a puppy dog. I don't exactly. See him people love anybody. puppies. People love puppies, but people don't marry puppies. But people also wish that wish that puppies were puppies forever. That's true. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that it's going to be a roller coaster. Is all I can. I say. I think it's going to be a continuous roller coaster of relationships, both romantically and just in general. And all right. How many more patients do you think die this season? There's 22 episodes. I think... Counting bacon grease guy. At least 10 more people will die. 10? Well, 10 more patients. I'm going to say 15. Wow. All right, so... Any closing remarks here? I think that uh, overall, I, I was... I'm in. Extremely satisfied with this pilot. I'm, I'm in. Like I'm. I'm like. I'm, I'm a great itching. Guy. Like I'm itching to get back into this into the show. And you know like, what? We've been preserving the integrity of the podcast. So exactly. We're, we're, we have promised to like not I, watch. Like I saw Chase. Like I saw Chase, and I was like, dude. Like I want to watch like two and three. Like episodes two and three. Like I want to get into it. But we we didn't want to get too far ahead, and then we start crossing yeah. over plot lines. We start crossing over like relationships. Definitely. Like, and then all of a sudden we're off track with the. With with the episodes and so from here on out uh the way the like the format's gonna be instead of one episode um we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the next three episodes and like we basically can, yeah we'll groupings. group it. yeah we'll group the episodes i think right now like for this very first podcast it was essential that we sort of uh map everything map out. everything out some addition you know in, initial some reactions some some expectations that we had and and like i said I, i'm really really digging the show like I didn't think I was going to just because, you know, usually I'm like, all right, you know, let's turn on, let's turn on like <laughs> arrow, let's turn on some football, you know, like, yeah. no, uh, you know, I'm not like, Hey, let's watch Grey's Anatomy. But, um, yeah. So I think that this, this, uh, this show is, is going to be a good one. I think that I'll actually, you know, enjoy it and that we will have fun uh, throughout the podcast, uh, commenting and, and making remarks on, the on the, uh, relationships that develop. I agree. So, uh, until next week. Um, that's it for us. So yeah, watch that's it. if you guys are following along. Watch episodes two, three, and four. Yeah, if you're following along, go ahead and watch them. If you've already watched them, make sure you tune in uh, for our next episode so uh, you can hear what two random bras have to say about Grey's Anatomy. And it will get more passionate as we go along. Oh yeah, I'm already feeling the passion start flowing. See you guys. All right, signing off. <laughs>